Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new year 2018, welcome to the year we greet you with open arms and welcome to a, uh, another series or episode or whatever of Wolves Fancast, David Evans here, look who's joined me on this new year, it's Andy Gillard, Happy New Year, it's Richard Hobbs, Hello everyone, it's Adam Price, <laughs> Greetings Earthlings, <Yeah. laughs> they've all greeted you with open arms to a brand new year, Tw- 2018 years apparently on this earth, I, I, more than record? That. I don't know, I don't know, yeah. Is that when the Premier League started? Yeah, all these records are all when they started. Apparently. Do we all have a good festive period? Yes, yes, yes we did. Yes, are we all? I mean, some of us are still off. I'm not going to look at yeah. certain people on this table, but have we all got back into the, the thing of work? No. The working world. No, 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 I've, done, I've done two work, two days, and I've accomplished nothing. Just that's yeah. a normal week for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have we have we remembered what day of the week it is now? Uh, yes. I'll tell you what I've managed about. to, uh, a very small, humble brag, but when I've been writing the date the last two days, I haven't done that thing where you've put 2007 and you've gone, oh, and had to <laughs> make it an eight time. <laughs> I've actually done eight every time so far this week, little, for three times I've done it, so I'm on a hat trip. A little life hack there. <laughs> yeah, <day>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got take, you've got to take the little victories in you've life, is to, what I'm trying to say. Especially this time of the year when you're like, oh, great. Yeah. Great. We're back at it. And trying to think back of what you were doing this time last week. Well, the plus point, my birthday is near, nearby now. Oh, so it's all right for you, isn't so it? That's all right for me. Right that just means more drink. <laughs> <laughs> more drink for me. And you've got a very long wait. You've probably got, yeah, you've got a really long wait yeah. then to a, another big event, which is... Oh, anything could be an event. Personal, personal yeah. big event, yeah. <laughs> yes, personal <laughs> one. Yeah, so that's next year's event again. Yeah. Okay, anyway, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the game against Brentford, preview the game at the weekend against Swansea, we'll do Twitter corner as well, we'll do some transfers in and out as well, we just want to kind of just briefly mention um, somebody at the club, John Fenley, who you may know as Foz, um, died at the weekend unexpectedly, um, and we know he was a great servant for the club, especially in the media department, worked uh, a lot on the programmes as well, which many of us would have bought over the years, um, so it's really sad to hear uh, that happening, and we our thoughts are with his family and friends at this difficult time. I'm sure he'll be remembered uh, forever, really. He's such a great servant to the club, and as I say, our thoughts are with everyone at this difficult time. Um, let's talk about um, the Brentford, not the Brentford game, the Bristol City game, 
firstly. Okay. Not about the, the limbs everywhere. I was going to say, before we doing transfers, aren't yeah. we? Just, just curveball. Yeah, curveball. <laughs> One particular uh, point, which was Danny Bart's red card. Now, Wolves did appeal it, and it's been rejected, so it means he's banned for the next uh, three games, which was the game against Brentford, Swansea, and Barnsley. At the time, and now we reflection, gentlemen, uh, what do we think about the red card decision? Was it right or was it wrong? 1,000% a red card. Richard steps on. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my marker down early on. He's, he's, he's serving with a red. Yes. Anyone else going to back with a, a yellow? I think a yellow would have been <sighs> suffice. He's returned with a yellow. Adam? I was well, I was going to also return backhand with a not for me. Not for, No, not for me. I, saw, I, I didn't think at the time, after watching it again and again, I still don't think it is. See, I'm going to then return that with a red again. So it's equal. Okay, phew. So I was going to say, I thought it was going to be a few. I was going to be going to have to defend back to the corner there. there. <laughs> um, Rich, let's start with you. Why, why red? Why do you think um, I think first and foremost, and, you know, watching the game live, I thought it was a red. When we watched it back, it was from, you know, even when you watch a load of the replays. If you're going by the rules or the laws of the game... And a lot of people kind of didn't seem to pick up on this. The phrase about a red card um, for, I think it's excessive force is the buzzword. So under that, you have the phrase, irrespective of the ball. Just because he touched the ball, he didn't A, win the ball. He might have got a touch on it, but he also got a huge chunk of their player. And it was a horrendously late challenge, which was a dangerous tackle. And... You know, it it sounds stupid as well, but he gave that referee a decision to make. It was a very laboured touch. I mean, I think labour's a very soft word. It was a bad touch, which passed it straight to the player. And he went storming in to try and win it. And you knew as soon as he lunged in like that, he's not a malicious player um, or anything like that. It's his first red card in his professional career, I think. Pretty sure no I read idea. That. I do not know. It might be his first straight red anyway. Someone will stat that for us. Yeah. Um, but actually, it was over the top. It was. Um, it, it was far too excessive force, and you can. I can clearly see why the ref gave it as a red. And you know that's kind of it for me. See, I would agree with all those points in terms of. I think just the challenge in general. Yes, he won the ball at first, but it was studs. Follow on studs. Yeah, so. See, I thought the leg was. I thought the studs were. They were quite. They were quite low down, and one about excessive force. But to me, that was just going in for a, any normal challenge is there to be won because he can't mm. go in. Because you, 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 you imagine. Well, this is another point then because I think he in that split second when the ball is is openly there to mm. be won, he's not going to think. Should I go in for it or not? He's just naturally going to go in for it, and mm. he's gone in. I don't think he's gone in with excessive force. He's not jumped off the floor to go into it. He's just mm. he's kept low as he's gone into it. Um, yeah, he did get he did get touched the ball. I don't. I, I just think how the player fell, the motions of the player. Yeah, kind of, yeah. How the player fell, I think, kind of influenced the referee's yeah. decision because yeah. he fell in the weird. He fell in like a way where you quite you naturally go. Yeah. yeah, but I just think in the heat of the moment, you're not. You, no one's gonna. Have a go at Danny Bart for going for the ball. I mean, what do we want him to do? Not go back yeah. out of challenges? Is that what it, we want to tell him to start like doing? The other player had even got possession of the ball and was in control and he just got took out. It was a 50 50 ball, really. It was there to be won. Yeah. The fact that he got a touch on it whilst 
irrelevant to the overall. It does show that he wasn't that late. He was no. very much there for the taking. No, I'm, 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 can't, I'm not denying that. You say if I was there, and if you know, my, I'd kind of give a ball away. Like you say, it is instinct for you to, you know, to Gar- get it Gar- back. Gary, it's time with it. Gary Cahill. I just remember he did one first game of the season. Do you remember when Chelsea lost mm. to Burnley? Yeah. yeah, and it was. I mean, it was a different position on the pitch, but it was almost exactly the same. Like he did a re-laboured touch, mm. and the ball broke loose. And he's captain. It's in a big game. You, I say, he can't not go for it. He can't just say, "Oh, well, I'm going to have to concede possession because my touch has let me down. I'm just going to have to drop back 30 mm. yards." Mm. He's got to try and win it. And I admit that there's little else he could do because he's gone in line with the ball, but. What also is in line with the ball is that player, and he has put that player mm. into danger. That's thinks of what else he's supposed to do. If he if he doesn't go, if he if he somehow thinks um, I'm in that split second, I'm not going to go for it because I might I might get sent off. Mm. What if then he just backed up the challenge completely, which the fans will get on him straight away? Then what if that move then results in a the goal? Then we'll all just um, we'll draw it back to him mm. to say well, you backed out of that. It challenge. won't take much to turn against but, anybody. I mean, I'm talking. this is a hypothetical but, situation, but. You, I personally would not want to mm. see let, any MMA player, let alone mm. our captain, backing out that challenge because you think what might, you know, what in that split mm. second all might get a red card. As a there. defender, you've got to set a precedent to the opposing strikers. Yeah. As a, you know, you're going to play with me today, this is what you're going to get. You know, to well, a degree. Even, you've got to, you like to ruffle that, them up, you've mm. got to scare them. But it wasn't that bad the challenge. Like I said, I don't think it was that bad the challenge because he's, he's done all that he can to, to make sure that his legs are low, he's not jumped into the challenge, he's not gone over the ball. It I just was think- a conceded challenge. I think yeah. it was. It didn't look rash. I didn't think it was a moment of madness. It no. wasn't a knee-high tackle. No, it wasn't sort of two-footed or anything like that. But it was late, and you know that it's late because actually it was a slide tackle with him going forward. Because mm. actually, if he was quicker, he wouldn't be having to throw himself at the ball like that. If you catch him drift, because yeah. sure, mm. right, it you know you only need to probably only need to slide tackle if you're not if you've not anticipated or you're not quick enough to get there in the first place so he's always having to reach for it and if he's having to reach for it unless he times it perfectly he's going to give it away mm. you know and actually you could you know you can argue if it's going to be a yellow or not but as soon as like that ball's broken loose and it doesn't help that he's a very big guy as well mm. and when he goes into a tackle it's like the whole kind of crowd feels it. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you remember yeah. when we played Bristol earlier this season and there was like, he had that clash of heads. Mm. And I remember us debating on here whether he should have won oh, a penalty. Yeah, yeah. But that. actually, it's because he's such a big guy <clears throat> yeah. that whatever he does, it, it has some almost level of physicality behind it. Can you imagine Andy Bolt, though? He's been out of the side for weeks. Yeah. He's like, right, here we go. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back, baby. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't like a terrible tackle in the sense that you say it wasn't knee high he was going for the ball but actually it was late it had a lot of force behind it it kind of ticks the boxes Mm -hmm. of the red card sadly and you know if that was uh, you know I think we're sort of all obviously us for a split on it I know some of your fan cast guys Mm. were sort of very much split behind it and kind of like if that was I don't know Aidan Flint doing it to Barry Douglas, I'd be wanting a red card. 
Yeah, I would. I would uh, at, at, at the top. At the top, I'm like Aiden okay, Flint. Yeah, so. I mean, no one likes Aiden. Flint. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, well, I would have been, I would have been appealing yeah. at the time, but then I think when I watched it back, I probably would have changed my mind when I watched it on the replay. Replaying yeah. Devil's I, I, Advocate yeah. there. Look at that. Yeah. Devil's Advocate. I know. All yeah. right. Uh, so, what was the real result? We won 2-1. Yeah, we That's did. All well, it's just a bit frustrating sometimes when you see, like, say, the Birmingham game, when you see Yotas getting banjoed all over the pitch, and they seem to just get away with it, and then Danny does that one thing, and then he's he's punished for it, rightly or wrongly. I believe managers call it consistent refereeing. That's the yeah. buzzword these days. I think, that, I think that's yeah. what new, consistency. I think that's what Nuno was saying really, really calmly to the uh, <laughs> to the to the referee. Um, so I think that debate will continue until next week when we've all forgotten about it. Anyway, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's transfer window time. It's the January transfer window. It's open for business. We're obviously excited because we got the money. Um, got the contacts. <laughs> old. Uncle George, he's back. He's coming back, isn't he? Uh, and we're going to talk about one particular player who hopefully by the time you listen to this, uh, whether it be today on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or whatever, Wolves have made their first signing, uh, which is Valencia forward Rafa Mia. We're saying Rafa Mia. I think I like the sound of Mia rather yeah. than Mer, cause mm. Yeah, and apart from the fact that it looks like it's going to be a £1.5 million move, uh, as a striker, 20 years old, he's mainly played for Valencia reserves. Um, I presume, like most people... No one knows anything about this guy. Not a, not, a not until no, five no. minutes ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not apart from that Wikipedia search I was yeah. doing last night. Um, it's, it's, come, it's come through La Masia, Barcelona, which always must be a good mm. thing. Yeah. Does that mean that we've got the new Messi on our hands? I think, yeah. not, that, that's that's conclusive really proof, yeah. I think. Yeah. Conclusive. Now, obviously, the only way we can uh, rate a player here on Wolves Fancast is through their football manager stats. Thank you to Thinners on Twitter who screen sh- screenshotted uh, the football manager stats. Gentlemen, we're going to play the uh, top three, bottom three game. Oh, love it. Here oh. we go. Uh, so, uh, top three. Uh, hang on, how which, uh, So, yeah, we'll, hang on, how do we do this again? Do I just... Do you just give me... You give me yeah, the bits, we'll, don't you? Yeah, you say which we'll parts... Guess. He's good so at the table. Let's, let's, top three. Got, oh, let's, let's go with the first shooting, one, obviously, surely. first. Finishing. Is it finishing yeah. or shooting? What is it? I think it's finishing. Uh, I think it's finishing. Uh, uh, hang on, what's that under? Technical, physical? Is it technical? Technical, yeah. Got to be. Uh, it's not the top one. What, what's his actual position on there? Uh, yeah. On Foot Manager, it says. Geez, to show you how long I haven't used Foot Manager. Attacking midfielder Ooh. and striker. Because I'd read on the Express and Star that he could play wide left, cutting in, or. As a striker, so I wondered what they'd. Uh, Nuno did give him his debut actually. Mm, uh, yeah. Completely in the Champions League. It was the game, penultimate game that he left, I think. Let's see, old Nuno. Away to Zenit. Ah, uh, yeah. Just oh. knew that off your top of your head, Adam. Uh, of course, yeah, of course did. Uh, so top one uh, is acceleration. Okay. Mm. Fifteen for that. So he's got pace. It's all right. We know that. We know yeah. that. Uh, second is first touch. Uh, 14 good you can, right. you can teach Danny yep <laughs> yeah. um, well actually it, it, it was kind of a joint uh, second uh, jumping reach is 14 oh good 6-2 well. so he's a tall so. lad yeah he looks quite strong I, I would it's expect strength to be right. the, uh, the new Meyerhofer of course that's what it'll be <laughs> uh, pace is 14 so again acceleration pace he's got it's it to be um, quick and also on 14, uh, oh no, that was it. So, and then in third then, with 13, a couple of joint thirds, or three joint thirds, strength. 13's all right. Sounds like he's got the package yeah. here. Okay. Off the ball, 13. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, crossing is 13, so we can whip a ball in. So he's That's a right. tall, strong, mobile, fast centre forward with a good touch. He's a quadruple threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. Oh, what can possibly go wrong? <laughs> it's, it's what we've been crying out for for several years now. It's the yeah. new Havard flow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Havard flow. What day? Is he the missing piece in the jigsaw? I think he is. Good. Glenn Hoddle predicted it, but his foresight was just too far ahead. <laughs> 12 years on. Um, so the bottom three, we're looking at leadership, which is only a two. He's only a child, so, so it's got, fine. Yeah, don't, make it, don't make him a captain. And uh, some equals, really, for everything else. Uh, long throws for... Tackling for... Uh, oh, no, sorry. Oh, yeah, no, we've had that one. Uh, determination for... Ooh, okay, that's Need work. Yeah. Um, and that's really a bravery for six. Oh, really? so it's not going for any 50-50s then, is no. it? His uh, he's, uh, preferred foot is right, and his personality is balanced. Okay. <laughs> balanced. As mental to, state. Yeah. Balanced. Or? My, I've got a balanced mental state. That's fine. We're uh, looking for just that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Zach Mia. Rafa Mia. Sorry. Could be the first signing, gentlemen. Do you think this Not will be the only striker signing? Because this has really been the one that we've been talking about for ages. We need a backup striker to Bonatini. Yeah. Mm. Will this be the signing, or will will Mendes throw another one in the file and go? There you go. I, I think we do very much need a, another striker. It almost doesn't matter how I was going to say it almost doesn't matter how good this guy is, but I think Bonatini's kind of shown over last. I thought he played great on a Tuesday night, but he needs someone to come in and just take a bit of that workload mm. off him. At this but point. just compete with him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, same as Doherty. To be fair, I think he needs someone to kind of uh, keep him going, but. Are those the two key positions then, really? Forward and, and right wing back is a cover. Yeah, I mean, we've got cover everywhere else, so. apart yeah. from those two. I mean, weirdly, I found my notes from pre season when we did the, the first podcast of the season. Mm. Just doing some research pre podcast, were you? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and um, I, I'd come across one and found, I'd wrote down about that we were desperate for a striker mm. when we still had Dico. Yeah. And obviously we've lost him, and we've not had anyone bar Bonatini. Mm. I mean, in theory, we started, we ended last season with Dicko, Bodvarsson, Mason. Yeah, yeah, I think and, that and we still needed another, and we still needed at least another one. On yeah, the, you know, I reckon they might. If they're going to go balls deep and get in and get in the, a big sign, I think. It's going to be someone who can play in the Premier League. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that same silly just saying it back, but I think they're going to. He, he might just block like a squad player potentially, mm. or someone to you know push the first teamers. But then, yeah. if if we've shown previously that we're going to, we, we've got ten million pounds to spend on the forward, which we had planned to do. Why wouldn't we do it again? If yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, mm. no no promotion is looking mm. you know a fairly safe bet. Don't, don't, Sorry, guys. Don't. It just depends on who <laughs> Mr. Mendes wants to put in the shot window ahead of the World Cup. Yeah, Mr. Mendes. Yeah, it's called respect, Adam. Yeah. We're, we're all we're all on Mr. Terms. <laughs> yeah, that is George. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do we expect any other ins this window? Is there any other priorities, or is it just those two? Really? Oh. Then Wolves can shut up shop and say thank you. Well, we've been linked with this Casey Palmer. Is it the yeah, Chelsea yeah. The Chelsea kid? defender, is he? I'm not sure if he's a defender midfielder. or a midfielder. Um, we've also I, been linked with Cavalio again. Is it Joe Cavalio? Oh, it's one of the Cavalios, isn't it? Onoru? We've been linked with yeah, the, the, uh, the right back. Oh, yeah, Al- sorry. Augsburg. Not Onoru, I'm talking about Daniel Apare yeah, from yeah, Augsburg. Yeah. Um, 
But these are all early days. It's only the 3rd of January it's recording. Yeah. It's a whole month. But January think... is such a notoriously difficult time until you've got George Mendes. Yeah. <laughs> Game changer. <laughs> but it'd be nice to be able to get it all done within the first fortnight and then not have to worry about transfer yeah. day. I, I, can, I can see them wanting to kind of secure the futures of at least one of the five players who've got on loan. Yes. Mm-hmm. They'd um, probably need to and I, then maybe bring in a loan player anyway. Yeah. Because uh, we are kind of stuck at the moment. Mm. Um, and I kind of see it that Bonatini sort of seems fairly set to stay. Mm. Um, I was going to say long term, or at least sign permanently. Mm. Jota seems that it's positive, mm. at least. I, I think I wrote in a blog earlier this week, I don't think Bolly will stay after the end of the well, season. Well, there was a story that the mm. Porto... Um, Want him? Was he from Porto? Originally? Yeah, they yeah, want Porto. him back. So, yeah. I mean, Bolly would be great in the Premier League. But yeah. I, I sort of agree in the fact that he was never really keen on keen on the coming. move in the first place. Yeah, if you remember, there were loads of uh, Twitter reports, wasn't there, when before he signed, saying he doesn't want to come, yeah. and he wasn't interested, and then just like. The very next like two days yeah. later, there he yeah. was, there he was holding the shirt. It, yeah. So you don't know how, t- how true that was. Yeah. I guess really you don't know. From any of them, really. I mean, because when Yota's been asked about staying, he's just been non-committal. He's going, no, I just want to concentrate on playing. It's yeah. going really well. Just want to. I don't want to mm. talk about it, which is fine. I think w- it goes yeah. once way. or if, obviously, a Premier League uh, football is secured, it might change a lot of minds. You know, Premier League yeah. football, mm-hmm. world stage. Really, there's still a chance for them to move up to a known mm. bigger team. Mm. They may still, you know, Mendes well, I mean, might is, a little word. This is why they're here, because this was the gateway to the mm. Premier League, wasn't it? I mean, they could have stayed at Porto, Atletico Madrid, respectively, but they were either convinced or hopefully not made to mm. come yeah. here. So hopefully, you know, they, they saw what was going, the project that was going on, and hopefully they would like to give it a go. I mean, it costs us like a lot of money, but I mean, if we get promoted, that shouldn't really be an issue. To, mm. So to I make them to make them all permanent. I was going to say I've got a um, Villa fan at work and. Talking about transfers and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's looking like we'll probably sign Joshua and Bonacini. It'll come to about 18 million. Goes, it's a lot of money. I went, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's rich coming from That's a club who spent like <laughs> yeah. 10 million on Hogan. It's like, you know, you got to that pays off. I was like, well, yeah, but when we get promoted, <laughs> it, you, you write it off. <laughs> Oh. We'll see some outs as well. I mean, obviously, well, the, yeah, Onyengi will be I on the way. I think that's Hopefully. more <laughs> important. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we've been quite lucky to not have any major injuries, mm. um, and that squad of eighteen players and sort of a couple on the peripherals is fairly set. Mm. It's you know try and get those extra players either off the books because you know it's it's not that it isn't fair. But, you know, there's no point... Ha- if we're not going to have someone like Michael yeah. Zyra on the bench, yeah, exactly. then, you know, let's, I think let's move a, him on. It's odds on that he'll be off. Zyra, you would think, as a sir, when it was the Bristol City game, if anyone checked Instagram, yeah. he was at the Man United game that same night. Mm-hmm. Is it bad? So, that really annoyed me. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, he should be part of He should still be squad. committed to yeah. the, yeah, the, the like, current squad and going to watch them. Yeah. That's, I thought that would be, like, a prerequisite. I don't know why... That was allowed. I mean, he must be so mm. far away from sort of mm. from, Matt, uh, from the senior team at the moment. They, they don't, don't even keep in tabs anymore. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know. But you would think the Zyro will be, you know, gone. You know, for his kind of career forward. Ben Marshall as well. He's another mm. one. Yeah, yeah. Marshall on the periphery. Mason's coming back, I think, in January. Where was so the last time? He's back today. Mason's back. Mason, yeah. well, wasn't he back anyway because of 
Uh, did he have an injury? Could, or yeah, it was only a January. Yeah. To the January. Did, was it an injury? Or did he have like a appendicitis or something? Oh. Like something yes, like that. Yeah. Yes. When he's back. So um, he's back, and Duncan's is back. Duncan's back. Yeah. Um, Conor Ronan and Des Landers have both gone to Port uh, Pompey now. Yeah, yeah, for the uh, rest of the Very season. Good move, I, I think yeah. under jacket as well. So it's a manager who knows mm. them. Yes, exactly. I, I don't expect to see Des Landers come back. If I'm perfectly honest, no. I, I think he'll stay at that level. He hasn't really. I I can on. see this being the making of Conor Ronan though, because I've mm. been a bit disappointed. I mean, he, a bit disappointed that he's not really featured much this season. Um, considering a lot of the hype about him and especially if the last three games that Gibbs White's been on the bench mm-hmm. and you know, I remember sort of saying yesterday that you've potentially got to question some, whatever's happening with Ronan's development if Gibbs White's yeah. got that Jumping seven sub-spot at the moment but I'm assuming now it's because they've been trying to get a low move all wrapped up mm. for him, if you know what I mean. Mm. Maybe he's been dangling the World Cup medal in front of Nuno, yeah. saying, give me a place on the bench. I tell you what, watching him at half time, though, like, he just kept. Like, doing Ping, pinging some crossfield balls about, wasn't he? It was less of a crossfield ball, it was how he was receiving, he was doing, like, catching it sort of behind him. On the pirouette. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're eight. Is he even 18? No, he's 17. I was like, 17, he can't even buy a pint. Because mm. he was 16 on his day. No, Gibbs White. Oh, Gibbs White. I was talking about yeah. He's older than that. Yeah, because yeah, Gibbs White was 16 when he made his debut, which yes. could have been God. this weekend last year. Oh, I just hope that he progresses. If, if Ronan's going to uh, and mm. has gone to um, to Pompey, let's hope he progresses well because obviously at the minute, as we say, he's not he's not close to our, to our squad at the minute. So hopefully, we all know what he can do. Yeah. We, we saw mm. what what he's capable of. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, we mentioned obviously away. Prince Prince as well. I think the story was he might be going back to Angus, who which we, makes we, sense. Which it's not, it's just before. not worked out, so mm. that's fine. Um, Courtney Hawes was linked to a move actually. Talking about Courtney Hawes to Huddersfield for Huddersfield two and Watford. Mm. Yeah. Um, would we, if I know we haven't mentioned it, but there's a story obviously over the new year about um, Miranda allegedly um, involved in match fixing <laughs> scandal? We'll <laughs> leave it there. Ooh, that allegedly was uh, <laughs> emphasised. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that if that wasn't around, the thought of Hall's going wouldn't happen? I don't think. Also, no. If if, if that wasn't right, the thought of going uh, would go. Uh, sorry, because yeah. we've got the backup at least of two. I just think, well, not for backs. not for that low amount of money. Surely not, because but he was the next big thing. Yeah. Like twelve months ago, he was ten I mean, million to us. I'm sure he sort of tweeted a fan sort of a couple of weeks ago. So sort of yeah, like why mm. won't you play? I was like, well, I was out for five months, yeah. and I'm I am trying to get back in the team. And well, he was he was reacting to someone sort of goading him about being in his, stuck in the recording mm. studio. Yeah. Ever, and I wish he would get out the recording studio and start trying to be a better footballer or something. And, and to be fair, he gave a very he, he, he just said Man's not hot, back. didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Man's not hot, and that was it. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> no, it's right because we've had this perception with Hawes that he's more interested in the music side and the lifestyle, the, the lifestyle of being a footballer rather than being a footballer. But his reaction to that, I thought, was really good. It was. It was, so, yeah. it was very measured. I think yeah. it, you know, it, it so I've been show... injured five months. I'm working back to fitness. I'm allowed to have a hobby. But yeah, end yeah. Of. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> but like, I, 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 it seems to have come across at quite a good time for him. Yeah, I think yeah. it was interesting yeah. that he came on for ten minutes. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised mm. at that. Yeah, I. Well, he was it was almost a bit, wasn't he, Bolly? He saw him put his hand up a few times to Nuno. Yeah. So he was. Mm. He had like a twin. Something. Yeah, something wasn't quite right. So we mm. thought, well, why? Why? We're really why, why risk? Why yeah. risk? Yeah. It? yeah. So um, I mean, he'll, he'll probably play on. 
Saturday. I yeah, not going too far ahead. Because Bolly was a doubt for Bristol anyway, wasn't yeah. he? Because mm, of yeah. Millwall. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. several reasons, I'm guessing. There was uh, issues there. but <laughs> So maybe they were just thinking, why risk aggravating? Yeah. yeah. And like you say, he's um, probably not playing Saturday. I, I kind of think it's like a football manager where you'll have a player come to you and say, I'm not angry with him out of minutes. And you have to do those select responses. Like, okay, I'll give you a few more minutes here and there. Yeah. It's like <laughs> 10 minutes when you're 3-0 up. Yay. Do we uh, think there might be any surprise exits <clears throat> this month, gentlemen? I think it might just be quite routine. Oh, we're on sinking. Mm. I'll throw a name out there. Jack Price. Alone oddly, that was the name I was thinking. I thought you were going to go Helder Costa. I was going to really sort of go, <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Possibly the loan move for him, I guess. Yeah. Or, no, I think... or, or pop a left field, Alfred and I wanting his loan terminated. Because <laughs> he's not playing. No, 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 no don't stop him. <laughs> I want you to undie my. No, that doesn't make sense. No. I, I, <laughs> I was trying to think of fun there. <laughs> no, I, I can see Price staying in kind of. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've uh, you've uh, had a good first half of the season, here, Adam. Yeah. So uh, keep it a second half season. We'll uh, review the contract. <laughs> I, I I can see Jack Price sort yeah. of warming the bench and being an extra homegrown. Yeah, I think it, mm. I think really we need that other cover, don't we? For mm. mid- yeah, midfield. I think we yeah. still need those four who can play there. Where mm. even if two of them are leaps and miles ahead of mm. the other. Two. Actually, that's a good point you just made about the homegrown player. Yeah. So it's all fine of us looking at these fancy Dan Portuguese lads. We do have to fill that quota still, yeah. don't we? Of That's seven. a bit bad though. Price we're keeping you because we've got to fill that quota. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, no, because I think... Quota, quota, <laughs> quota. <laughs> but, uh, it sounds harsh, but that's probably one of the reasons Gib- Gibbs White makes a bench. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he makes up like two players as well with that name. <laughs> Dis- deception there. Yeah. <laughs> it works every you time. No, no, we've actually uh, we got two homegrown players on the bench. Gibbs White. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a January transfer window. Hopefully, some ins, uh, maybe some outs. But oh, it's exciting every day on Twitter. What's it going to be? Oh, what's Mendes going to get? Can you imagine if like, I we just don't sign anyone? Like maybe if like we secure a couple of the low players and we just leave it. Do you remember how everyone kicked off massively when we didn't sign like like a deer from PSV? Yeah. Just for ten million. What's going on? Oh, they would just be boiling piss, wouldn't they, if, if that <laughs> happens? Oh, we just come there to... tomorrow. Now nah, we're deciding nobody. <laughs> Not t- even I the lone players, screw them. I wish that Mendes <laughs> had a Twitter account. Yeah. Oh, has he? I don't know, actually. Yeah. He no. just, every other day, he just um, t- uh, tweets the eyes emoji. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God! With, a, uh, with another nationality flag. Yeah. 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 So it could, could be anyone today. It could be a player from... Yeah. Burkina Faso or something <laughs> and then the eyes everyone's going oh yeah. is it going to be he's going to be so talented Burkina Fasian just next week it's just like the dollar emoji yeah. Yeah. it's like we're raining it and then, he does, and then when he does an enter player he does that gif with all the dollars signs yeah. going in yeah. Oh, he just doesn't use any form of text it's just either emoji or gif and I want, I want Jeff to get a Twitter account as well so we can all just tweet our love to him Yeah, and to George Mr Mendes as well Mr Mendes yes <laughs> Anyway, anyway, great. Sorry. It's great, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the last game. Uh, Wolves on Tuesday night, the first game of the new year for Wolves. Won 3 0 at Molyneux against Brentford. And Neves, Douglas, and Jota with the goals. Now, in the first half, gentlemen, we could have perhaps put the game to bed. Lots and lots of chances for Wolves. Mm. Uh, but coincidentally, Brentford had a good couple of chances as well. But in the second half, once Neves scored that. <sighs> Lovely free kick. Lovely, lovely. Um, the floodgates then opened, and Douglas uh, with his right foot and Jota with a scrambly goal uh, gave Wolves the win. 
Um, now, the first question I'm going to ask you, everybody, is was it coincidental that the goal started flowing in when Cavalero came on? No. 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 Yes. There we go. Yes. Yeah, I feel Yes, that's how it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll talk about Costa in a second, but it, 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 just seemed to, it just seemed to change the game once again and open up the game or Brentford seemed more open and the chances they, they came or come in. I, I, I was going to say, I felt the game started to change. There was a point towards about 35, 40 mm. minutes in the game when uh, Nuno called Neves over to the side. And he obviously gave him an instruction. I think that instruction was for him to push further forward mm. and stop Woods. Yeah. Isn't he the little ginger? Mm. Yeah. He's from to stop, Yeah. Mm. Uh, Good player. That. Uh, he came through the ranks at Shrewsbury, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But I think he'd said to him to push up on him. And as soon as that happened, his influence on the game obviously started to wane. And that's when we started to get a few more chances. Mm. So I think it was that slight tactical change from Nuno which made it. Yeah. Obviously, then Cav coming on was just that extra. I was going to say flex. first and foremost, I think Brentford played really well. It, yeah. was, it was almost yeah. quite nice to see a team who came to play football. Played their movement was fantastic, off the ball. I for uh, up until the first goal, and that it was probably a bit of a shame for them. Their heads dropped after the second goal because we got both in really quick succession, yeah. and you know it, it happens. Um, but I can't remember seeing a team press us that high with that intensity. Mm. Um, but I think when Cav came on, he's had a fresh pair of legs against a team who have been running hard for an hour or whatever yeah. it was. But just how direct he is as well. And I didn't think Doherty played particularly well up until Cav came on. And, you know, it's really got me sort of thinking how much like confidence like he's instilling in Doherty. Mm. And whenever you see Cav have a good game... Doherty's having one as well. Yeah, they link up so yeah. well. You know what I mean? They? Like just mm. like he Doherty just seems more confident to do those extra little things, even you know, if it's those little uh flicks over defenders or to get to the byline more. Mm. It's like Costa's not really on that safe wavelength yet with him. It's almost like he doesn't quite trust, trust Costa. Him, yeah. Mm. Like he knows if he he knows if he goes <coughs> Doherty goes on the overlap, he will be used. Mm. He's not Necess- it's almost like he's not a decoy runner. He might be the third man, and you know, Cav might pass it to Bonatini, who'll then flick it forward to Doherty. Mm. But he knows it's going to come to him, whereas it's just not a hundred percent clicking with Costa mm. at the moment. I think, for, I mean, for me, my my opinion was, if if both of them were fully fit, hundred percent, no injuries, I would still pick Costa as the better player. Mm. Just my opinion, but Costa, I think, is clearly. Still not all there, fitness-wise. Mm. Just, mm. I mean, I saw yesterday. Um, was it the first? Yeah, I think it was first half. He just, he didn't even have the ball. He just turned and he just started limping on his leg. So I just don't think he's, he's all there, fitness-wise. And, and to be fair, Nuno's given him a few games now to try and you know mm. get him back in the groove of things. He had a good game against uh, Millwall. Millwall, where he yeah. set up two. Didn't play well against Bristol. Didn't play well again um, last night. Uh, but saying that, there, there can be no arguments that Cavalero is a better player now, mm. given in this yeah. team. Mm. I just think that um, Cavalero is performing better in a better team now, whereas like Costa last year was like a one-man team mm. for us, wasn't he? Mm. 
we shouldn't forget that that he was like he dragged us through a lot of games last year. Whereas Cav was a bit anonymous. Whereas now, now that we've got a better team, we're really seen to see the best of of Cavalero. Having Nuno probably helps as well. Yeah, yeah. having yeah. a better manager, not having like Lambert instead. But Cavalero is really showing what I think we all thought we'd get last year. So yeah. we've seen yeah. like all we've seen all the good stuff from Cavalero now, and at the minute he probably really sh- should be starting. And no, I was trying, yeah. I know he's trying to do with Costa, but. Well, we're, think, we're in a lucky situation that we're, we can do that. We yeah. can give an unfit player some, some game yeah. time chances say, and we still end up winning yeah, 3-0. Yeah. Say about him giving minutes. Up until the last three games, you know, his minutes have been sort of half an hour, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. haven't they? And actually, that's not the same as starting a game. So actually, the last three games, he's been getting 60 minutes. Yeah. I think against Bristol, you know, he had a thankless task to do. And... You know, he struggled to try and, you know, he's not someone who can hold up the ball particularly mm. well. And he, again, struggled last night in parts. Um, but so what you say about, um, you know, Costa was obviously fantastic last season. It's going to sound a bit odd, but do you think Costa plays better where he's... He's the main man. Yeah, and also, like, mm. he's got... I'm guessing that the tactical implementation this season is a lot of you know a much greater level than it was under Lambert I know what you mean you think, last year it was like give the ball to Costa yeah, do you think he and almost then do like, something yeah. whereas we've got other players yeah, now like, I think Joe Cole apparently like really suffered like under different managers because they'd be trying to give him all this like you need to be here and when the ball's over there you need to be there when he's just like give me the ball and I'll I'll do something great with it do you think Costa almost he needs to be that main man or he needs to just be have that freedom of just going you know what yeah. we'll get the ball to you here we will make sure that you have people around you to open up that, you know, crevice of space for you to kind of curl one in the bottom corner. Now it's he's still having to kind of work his way into this team. Mm-hmm. You know, I can ima- you it, can imagine how much they did in pre-season to nail that formation think, even before third. I think game. some of it is confidence. I think last night you just saw that he just kept missing touches or missing. Passes I mean, it's one on one. Yeah, he's I mean, one on ones at the minute since he's come back haven't been very good. And it's, yeah, it's like an old yeah. cliche. But he just needs that goal in open play. Not yeah. as in like a oh to open the floodgates or anything like that. He just probably just needs that confidence of having that old mm. last season one on one finishing it great. I've got that monkey off the bat now. Yeah. You could on. see when he came off how disappointed he was. Yeah, he walked. Yeah. There was no jogging off. He yeah. was head down and yeah. He was like the, the Charlie Brown walk off. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got Crucible. someone like Cavallero who is probably in a sense he's equal in some ways. He's coming on. He's yeah. done so well at the minute. And you were this guy last season, like everyone's loving me. That must boost, boost your ego so much. Mm. And now it's just like people are questioning you a yeah. bit. It's a bit like you can understand where that confidence yeah. is going to sap. I'd, I'd say with Cavalero, when he's a player with a, a point to prove, he's probably the most dangerous player we've yeah. got. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he, he was against Bristol. I mean, he, he turned that game yeah. on, on its head. Yeah. You know, the last couple of games, he's probably like dragged us up from our shoestrings and gone right. Well, we're scoring now. Mm. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go through the goals. And Neves with the free kick first. He just, yeah. just great Beautiful. referee, by the way, for that. Yeah, because yeah, Costa fell. He still got the ball away, but the ref went yeah. no, no, no. Because I mean, it, it I, I really liked it because Jota didn't go down as well. So mm. of like, and you know, they kind of played an advantage, and it went backwards and kind of backwards again. And ref sort of bought it back, and like he did a couple of sort of late advantages, mm. which was quite good to see. But it sort of showed that you don't have to go down to. Yeah. To win the free, win the free yeah. kick as well. So it was, almost, you know, the game was played in fairly good spirits. I thought mm. anyway, and then just, you know, he's, yeah. after having Barry Douglas sort of smashing him in recently, yeah. And, and then talking about Douglas, of course, little rare right footy goal. Yeah, that was a thriker. That, that was, was yeah. a thriker. 
bit of a swinger. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the build-up play again, it was again, just, just yeah, great. Yeah. And did you think Cavalera meant to pass it to Douglas across the box? Should we say obviously one man would know? Probably. Yeah. 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 I think so. If, if he did, it was <laughs> fantastic vision. And then finally, uh, Jota's goal, which uh, it was just bizarre. Really. The whole what was it was basically the goalkeeper and two Brentford defenders, but just something muddled happened there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bennett, am I right that Bennett swung out and you completely like, missed? And then Jota seemed to miss, but then then got I it. Believe, was it got a similar time, was it Doherty or Bennett? Like the ball went over, goalie flapped it. I think they headed it or just like a really firm I think, chest. Yeah, I think it was like, Doherty chested it back over. Yeah, and then sort of Jota then tries to do a bicycle kick and mess it up and. <laughs> There's so little players around him. He's got time to sort of scoot on the floor. Well, that's that's what was weird. There was two players on the line. They, it's almost like the Brentford players and the keeper just stopped mm. and just watched the Wolves' attempt to kick the ball. <laughs> go on, go on, <laughs> go on, put it in. Uh, but then, you know, once that happened, that was it really. Game game mm. set and match, Yeah, as they say. Yes, yeah, so it took a, like I say, we could, we, could have, we could have been up two or three in the first half and let's mm. say eventually we, we got it. <laughs> eventually we just, we put them to the sword quite comprehensively and I, I think Rudy was only Made one save. I think I'm sure I saw one. Just like a just a daisy like a P roller through. Yeah. It probably didn't even count on the stats because it was <laughs> like a, pass, a pass back essentially. That's but it. I mean, I thought it's quite quiet though yesterday on the ground. I have to say, like, the atmosphere wise, yeah. so it was really, really no, the, the, quiet. There's, there's argument on of social media, of course, afterwards about the North Bank, North Bank, South Bank, oh, back and forth. They were, yeah. This is always going to happen, but is it getting a bit tiresome as well now? The, well, the whole, oh, you, you don't sing a song. and oh, I was going to have another argument about the set at North Bank. They're, they're disappearing act again. Well, we, yeah, we talked yeah. about this a couple of weeks ago, but I'm sure you... Unfortunately, I missed that one. I had, I had, I had the grind my gears section ready <laughs> yeah. to go, and I, I, couldn't, I, I, was I missed say, my chance. It, it sort of links into it a bit, but I'll say... I think there's a lot of fan expectation at the moment that we are kind of going to win games 5-0 and we are going to score goals in the 10th minute and, you know, spread it across. Mm. And, you know, we're almost talking about, oh, well, we kind of left it a bit late. When do we score our first goal? Is it like the 60-something minute? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it, 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 that's not leaving it late. You know, game football's 90 minutes, but it almost felt like after the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, when we didn't get a goal... The crowd were like, okay, well, how's your Christmas, mm. mate? You know, and you could, you could you hear know, background conversations yeah, going yeah. on. Which is great, soon. you know, I've got to catch up with my mate. But, you know, <laughs> I thought, because uh, you, I think we, I think actually all three of us sit relatively near each other. I think so, yeah. But we mm. just don't talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is, we're going off subject. But actually, it was a Steve Ball stand who started chanting. Mm. They were the ones and that really they, carried the atmosphere. Yeah, and the they done that last couple of games actually. Um, you know, then and has that helped then having the the away end, not the away end, the away move to the the, the, yes. top, the north quadrant as it were, and having the home fans back in the bottom of the Steve Ball. I think so. Yes, apart from it depends who the team is. I was yeah, I think yeah. it was. A, you know, say it was against Leeds or whatever. You can have that back and forth with an opposition mm. fans. Then probably not, but I know we kind of almost struggled without that. Mm. I know back and forth. The South Bank's something like the, the yeah. way fans were, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, we'd like someone to abuse. And, yeah, I've got to abuse yeah. someone, so we'll just start abusing the Steve Ball fans yeah. instead. Yeah, <laughs> Adam, Adam, what is your gripe with the North Bank? What the, the leaving? I know you didn't get it. I'll give you an opportunity now. You grind your gears. Well, I mean, as us South Bank fans, we just get to we just look that's dead dead in front of us and. 
this is like the best football that probably most of us have seen. Mm. And the, the wonder, these wonderful players we've got and the amazing football that we're playing. So just, I don't, I can't just get my head around why when it comes to the 80th minute, that it just starts leaving, and then you, I mean Nuno can see it because he's you're yeah. looking at it. The players can see it. They're thinking, "Well, we're playing this great football, and you're not supporting us. You're just you're leaving early on us." And mm. I just think, "For, for mm. why? What for?" I mean, is there an essence of jobs done? Well, you know, like, if you leave early, it and seems you're to losing. happen regardless yeah. of the yeah. score, doesn't yeah. it? It just seems to happen. And I think mm. what's what's fundamentally going on in the North Bank where people have to leave that on mass that that much at the 80th minute. I mean. Mm. There's traffic restrictions in place. Mm. There was never on the ground, so they can't yeah. rush back to the car to leave because they won't be allowed to go until they get given the all clear to mm. go. So that that can't be an issue. So what? The, the only what real is the difference problem? seems to be that the North Bank is a mostly older fan base who sit in there. Mm. But like you say, I would imagine that most of the older fans would probably be parking around the ground, and the parking restrictions are going to stop them anyway. So. Don't I just really don't. I, just, I really can't. Got to be first I, in the queue. I just can't get my head around it. Really, I don't. I just don't understand as to why. Because I mean, when when the game ends, the players are going over to applaud no what, a quarter yeah. full stand. Yeah. Yeah. No one. No one wants to spend any time going over there to applaud because there's no figure there to applaud. So I'd be interested I to. I, I didn't take a photo of it in the end, but uh, you know, I know I noticed that actually from 85 minutes on, you could see it emptying, and it was a fairly full stand mm. from my mm. view be interested to see what the South Bank yeah. looks like yeah, sort of first minute yeah, yeah. last minute because I thought yesterday there was a few patches of gold seats in the yeah. north yeah so because uh, apparently there was like 28 and a half thousand there again I'm sure there's yeah. listeners, I'm sure there's listeners yeah. in both stands so let us know yeah uh, like, Twitter Facebook email well, I'm not saying the South Bank are all like golden angels not knowing the South Bank leaves mm. early because that's obviously not, not, yeah. not the case um, but yeah, I just, I just, it just, it's just, it's just curious, isn't it? When mm. we're playing, I mean, you wouldn't like, as I'm sure the analogy has been used before, you wouldn't go to a film and leave ten minutes early yeah, and yeah. go, I'll, I'll check online, see what the score, see what mm. the film ended later on. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. So it just seems to always be that way with a football mm. game. It seems, I kind of think in a way, it's kind of like a very British thing to do, isn't it? Oh, mm. I can get it. Oh, well, I beat the traffic today. I got home. I, I got I can home listen five to, minutes early. I beat oh, the I traffic. I get in the car. I can listen to Frankie. <laughs> Big first caller. <laughs> like, where is a badge of honour? Don't we? Oh, it only took me twenty minutes to get home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, because I left ten minutes early. Oh well. We've, we've, oh, right. <laughs> we, we, you know, we've just, we've seen uh, how this is fantastic football we're playing at the minute. But do you think there's a, a case of there are we are still or some fans are getting carried away with ourselves? You know, the people suggesting, oh, this game in March, we'll win the league on this game. There is still a long way to go. I know it's great, <laughs> but have we got to still kind of temper our expectations slightly that? Yeah, it's great now, but it can just go. I'm not trying to be negative. But it can mm. just go wrong all of a there sudden. There are still 60 points yeah. to play for. Yeah. It's not done and dusted. It's just that we're in an exceptionally good position. <laughs> and we're also on the we're on the on the, the tilt now, where we're we're playing returning fixtures against people. Teams will have played his first day who have been like, mm. "Oh, how, how the hell do you play against this?" Some of them are going to figure it out a bit and yeah. have a bit mm. of a plan. Obviously, it's Wolves' job now to have a plan B. But you know, you look at Sunderland, who I know not every single team are going to come and put ten men behind the ball, but they got a result from it. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to say, perhaps mm. I know as each game goes by, it's hard not to get carried mm. away. But there's got to be a bit of a, a realism of. Yeah, I think I don't I, know. I mean, I've kind of been I spoke with um, uh, guys at Besotted. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, before the game, and I was sort of saying, well. 
you know, we're we're sort of nine unbeaten or whatever. You know, this our run's going to end at some point, and you know, you're playing well at the moment. And I can't thought afterwards. That's probably not the right attitude to have, is it? You know, it shouldn't be. Oh, going. It's going to end at some point, <laughs> right, man? <laughs> Might as well be today. It's kind of, you know, we, it, it, we've always yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so hard because yeah. you're just used to it as a fan of what you know. Most football clubs are quite mediocre and very. Think, is, it, is, is it twelve run now? Twelve unbeaten? Yeah. I think the, so. Yeah. yeah, and you know, actually, we, we can almost look into every game and think, no, this is a game we should win. Mm. That's yeah. That's it's not to say that you know. Yeah. If we draw for, you know, we get Venuno out um, bed sheet. But, you know, we've, we we are in a position where we kind of got us, we, you know, we've laid down our marker now yeah. mm. and it's a very big marker. Mm. I'm in that position. I think I go into most games thinking I I just don't see where we can lose this game. Mm. Yeah. It's probably, it's some, you, you know, you might see it as like a cocky, arrogant attitude, but, but I just think with the, the players managed we've got, he's proving himself thus far and I look at other teams I just think we've got we've got better players than this mm. team we've got a better manager who can we really come and stuck against possibly when we come up against the likes of Derby again because they're showing they're a really good team mm. possibly when we come up against Villa again it might be a bit different mm. I don't think so I think we'll win the league at Villa but there you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know I mean there's the other teams below us they're, they're kind of they're falling ground falling away they're showing quite yeah, quickly, aren't they? They're yeah. starting to show their inconsistencies and the, yeah. they're very much teams in form rather than yeah. title contenders. You know what I mean? Like it's five or six wins, they're up there. Then yeah, then it's they're gone again. Yeah, I mean, look at Sheffield United; they're nowhere to be seen yeah. now, are they? Um, That's their striker, by the way, Leon Clark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> he got a new contract. Eight million pounds. He got a new contract at Sheffield United. Has he? I, I think so. Uh, any other notable performances before we wrap up a Brentford oh. game at all? I mean, everyone just played well, didn't they? That's the Neves is probably one of the standout ones to say. Um, yeah. I'd, Cav, I'd, obviously, I'd, I'd say on. Bennett did well. To yeah, say like he, yeah. He was yeah. dropped for. I mean, because to be fair, like Cody gave the ball away a couple of times. Bolly did as well. Bennett doesn't, didn't. He's and been very it, you know, consistent, hasn't it, he? It's probably because like he just does the most simplest thing he can do whenever he's got the ball. But could could Bennett be one of the surprise successes of the season? Given when so. we signed him, yeah. people were like, Definitely. Ryan Bennett. He like, was I mean, he was everyone. Yeah. Everyone would have considered him to have been sixth choice yeah. defender yeah. when we signed him. We thought, oh well, unlucky for him. He was the first one to the door. Then we signed all these superstars. I mean, he's only let in a couple two, of goals yeah. since goals, he started yeah. and. It was a bit, I really, I thought it was unfortunate to get dropped for the Bristol game because I know mm. apparently mm. against Millwall he's have a great game, but it's just one game. Mm. <laughs> you got, you got, you can. Everyone's allowed one, surely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think he's done really well to take his chance and and keep his place. I think sort of underlying at Wolves is that no matter how much we've spent and how much the squad kind of costs, we are a, much greater than the sum of our parts. Mm. Mm. And actually, that comes from players like Bennett, Cody. Douglas, who actually didn't come for great amounts of money, mm. who expectations were low at the start of the season, and you know you look at the performances they're putting in. You know I had a brief look on like who scored and like the stats and stuff. Actually, Wolves players don't massively lead the individual stats, which I no. I, I, I mean I'm going to be probably found out. But like the quick look I, look I was doing, you know I think overall I think. Bolly and Douglas are there, like in terms of what they average overall in a game, which you kind of expect. Mm. In terms of like 
uh, things like shots, um, passes. I don't think you know Neves is top for which you'd kind of expect him to be. Yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. someone top for tackling. I don't think. And actually, we are a team who very much work as a unit, mm. which I think is probably what's more impressive than anything else. And that is yeah. um, Bolly. Um, <laughs> he t- takes on a few players now, didn't he? Yesterday, he was, yeah. He, yeah, he was, I think he's will find himself a bit too easy for himself. I think at some point yesterday, <laughs> he needs a challenge. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was well, he's he, taken on players. I mean, if, I mean I've never seen like, a centre half like him clip through balls like that. Yeah, yeah. he played quite a few. Like mm. Neves, yeah. we played a couple of them. He did a really like the outside of his boot. He almost did like a really tall, like long range ball. And I was like, what, what the ridiculous. hell does that come from? <laughs> like he plays like he's playing five aside. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like he kind of just casually strolls. All right, I'll just pass the ball. And I'll just do a little run inside and pick it up over there from you and then just pop it over the top and get back and you know <laughs> it just sounds like the, the dad in the kids game yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's round it up with a working man's working man's Ooh. man of the match who do you jostle your cap to and give a four pack of calling to as your working man's man of the match Andy that's a really tough question um, I I don't think you can fault Bonatini for the mm. effort he put in yeah. last night. He was a proper well, very lucky, especially in the first uh, yeah, minutes yeah, not to score. Yeah. I think he got through a lot of work that possibly went unnoticed by some. Mm-hmm. So Bonatini for Bonatini, me. rich working man's um, Just so I'm not, I completely agree with Andy, but I'm not going to pick Bonatini just to you know create create dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for Neves yeah. because alongside him just being a pretty brilliant footballer I think we were struggling to get through in that game and you know I said it about Douglas um, against Bristol but you need your best players to step up when it counts Mm. and actually that was a moment in the game which turned the tide and actually at that point it kind of completely rocked uh, Brentford and Mm. then he just kind of ran the show I don't know who you're going for. Who you're jostling your cap to? Yeah, my cap's Doth to Neves as well. Yeah. I mean, he just he just tends to run the midfield mm. <laughs> more and more than one occasion, and that free kick as well alone deserves a call in. So, yeah, I'd love how the free kick because most of the free kicks that we have scored this season they've been proper put your laces through it. Yeah. The box. This wasn't. He just sort of strolled up and just dinked it. Yeah, so, oh, that'll do. It's like a golf. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit like a golf chip, wasn't it? Yeah, like because it just very much went up and down. And it's just it was gorgeous, wasn't it? It was stunning. Um, right, let's move on to the game of the weekend. What's your uh, well? Months? I'm going to go for Cav. I just think he changed the game once again. It's fair Easy. Enough. Twenty minutes. There's you. There you go. There's your cap, mate. <laughs> there's your cap. Um, let's go to. I'll well, turn our attention to the weekend. Then it's FA Cup third round weekend. Yeah. Yes. The best day on the football calendar. And Wolves entertain uh, Swansea City at Molyneux. No, no places really. Literally, the next team above us yeah. in the football pyramid. Uh, Swansea City, of course, bottom of the Premier League. New manager uh, Coscavalier from Sheffield Wednesday. What did we all think of that appointment when we heard of it at the time? I was surprised at the time. Yeah, um, because essentially, he's got a rewarded for failure at mm. Sheffield Wednesday. However, there's obviously a bit more behind it in the fact that he probably fits the, the football mm. that Carvajal plays or played a Sheffield Wednesday mm. kind of fitted fits how Swansea mm. wants to play because mm. they've always had good passing managers over yep. the years haven't yep. they um, it obviously wasn't going wasn't wasn't going well under Clement um, so he kind of was fits it Clement it was inclement football conditions yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, I, I was. I was a bit surprised, but the, I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm assuming to them there must be yeah. better behind the madness. I was actually in Swansea when it was announced, and it was quite underwhelming. <laughs> I think is the only way I can is put it, it. Is he one of those managers where if he, they stay up, fine, but he'll be a good championship? Yeah, manager. I think it's it's very much a prepare for yeah. the championship. Mm. It's and quite that, admirable that they haven't just gone for Tony Pulis. Yeah, yeah. Someone will just keep them in the league, but they'll play dog shit football every yeah. week. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So now I hope I'm right in thinking that this game is a bit close to home for Rich. Yes. Because he's got family relatives who are Swansea fans. <laughs> the day has come, Rich. Yeah. The day has come. <laughs> we divide the family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the day you can hopefully I, rub it in. Uh, I, d- I did offer them a chance to say if they wanted to come to the game, and they've all kind of declined. I I don't understand why. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what, what's the, uh, the the Hobbs household on the Swansea side thinking? Have you had um, that conversation yet? They are really not confident about. They, they think we'll turn them over. They have zero sort of enthusiasm. I think they just mm. want the season to be over now. Is he? <laughs> what, they want relegation <laughs> now? Yeah, like honestly, I think you just said, you know, what season's over, we'll take it as it is, rather than having to put up with any more. Um, yeah, it's, it almost reminds me of probably the atmosphere when McCarthy got sacked. But yeah. you know, we weren't. Mm. It, you know, it's not like the club was toxic at that point or yeah. anything. But it's just like. We've just gone through too many scraps now. It was exhaustive. Yeah, they they, they just seem like they've ran out of ideas. They've got a stale squad that it doesn't have players who are willing to fight for it. They, mm. You know, the team doesn't have a spine effectively mm. anymore. You know, before it had, you know, the, the likes of um, Vaughan, Williams, Britton, Allen, Bonnie, um, Mitchu. You know, so all these really strong central players, and they don't have that anymore. And oh, I'm struggling to think of most of the Swansea yeah, team yeah, now. Yeah, well, they've got Bonnie back, haven't they? But I yeah, mean, he's, he's not fiery. He's not the player. Pale comparison, yeah. and he's a striker that wears number two. So that's oh, yeah. that should be, that shouldn't be allowed. Horrible. Haven't they also got Premier League winner Nathan Dyer? I have I as well. I do, yeah. That was the weirdest loan ever, wasn't it? Yeah. you imagine that? <laughs> I don't want to go to Leicester. Champions. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, um, in, the, in the summer, obviously, most people thought they got the sign of the summer, didn't they? When they got Ronaldo Sanchez. Yeah. Someone was like, where the hell's that come from? And he's just been awful, <laughs> hasn't he? How do you think Swansea will see this game in terms of, do you think they'll think, okay, we're going to rest those players because we just, let's just get this game out of the way, let's concentrate on the league, or... Because it's only what Cavallio's third game. Mm. I think he might try and go for a stronger team to try and build some confidence in the players, build some consistency, try and get a result, and then use that as a result. I to, think to probably, build on probably a bit of a latter. Um, you know, when I had a brief look at their lineup from uh, the win against Watford. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and actually, he seemed to have brought in a couple of. Of the sort of youth players, <coughs> a couple of the youngsters in, so I think he is sort of trying to blood in a few mm-hmm. players. So I think it'll probably be a fairly similar side, I'm mm. guessing. Um, Plus, winning breeds winning, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Why would you want for it? Yeah. There's arguments for both, isn't there? Because the old adage goes, concentrate on the league. So you think, let's if we just get knocked out of the cup, then we can concentrate all our energy mm. on the cup. But the last thing they need now is to be knocked out of the cup by a championship team. And to be yeah. Turned over, yeah. And we, and we, I mean, I think we'll play a weakened team as well. Yeah. But I think if they do get like a 2 0 uh, loss and a comfortable loss by us, that's the last thing that Carvajal needs. Yeah. And he's trying to, like you say, instill confidence, trying to pick the players up because clearly on the floor. Anyway. You'd almost sort of rather than lose 4 0 and just call it a write off rather than sort of be 
have like a controlled embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can sort of write off a not a fluke result, mm-hmm. but do you remember when um like I think it was it MK Don's beat Man U like four yeah oh yeah four yeah. Yeah. yeah and you you know they just kind of well just football being yeah, yeah weird. Yeah. Like, Whereas when we beat Southampton earlier in the yeah. season, it was never in doubt. It was two nil. Yeah, you know, it, it, you can almost. But it, it was yeah. very much. A, we'll just take the piss a little bit here, and yeah, and I think we'll probably do the same Saturday. Mm. Um, over the last few weeks, you've seen or heard sorry a lot of radio pundits say, "Oh, you know, if Wolves, you know, looking at Wolves form, if Wolves are in the Premier League now, where would they be?" And people saying, "You know, bottom, you know, they'd be easily be able to beat the, the bottom half teams." Will this be a good test? To that theory and a reality check of whether we have a team, if we play a you know a, a, a near strength team, that could actually comfortably beat these teams. Uh, the, the part of me sometimes thinks that we always say this, but there is still a bit of a gap between yeah. the Premier League and the mm, Championship. Yeah. It could be a bit I think of it's a, always hard a reality check. I, I get what you mean. It's always hard to tell because the teams at the bottom are losing. Mm. So even though the likes of they're championship clubs in waiting, basically, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, and like even you know, even you got someone like Bournemouth, let's say, having a pretty poor season, they are still a Premier League team, and it's hard to kind of you're almost judging it on form, mm. but you're judging form on two different leagues. So it's like, well, how does that match up? Being bad in the Premier League, how does that level up to being good in the I Championship? Know, I, know it was only, I know it was a decade ago, but I remember when we went up last time. We I think we had Middlesbrough we, at home. We got in, turned over. And we got turned we? over easily, and there was mm. this whole talk then of, oh, you know, we're, we're doing so well, Middlesbrough yeah. going down. We'll show them here, and we were actually comfortably beaten. Yeah. Mm. So I think if we play if we full strength teams, that would, like I said, that would be the acid test. Mm. As it is, it'll be a mixture of you know. Reserve ins and outs essentially, um, mm. but then contradict to myself, we've had we put reserve teams out this season in the cup in cup competitions and far better than yeah. I mean, if if you play a similar team to Man City, you judge them based on that. You would say you you'd still back you us to win. Yeah. yeah, I mean the bookies still have us as odds on to really? beat Swansea. Ah, okay, so they're confident in our, that we can do no wrong at the minute, mm. and Swansea can't do any right. So we we looked we look we're being looked at to knock them out, and I, th- I think. Actually, I'm, I'm actually quite confident that we will. Mm. What team yeah. selection? Then it's gonna, you would think it's a much changed think, team. Nozer, Nozer, Nozer. Cody would say Nozer in goal. Nozer in goal. You're working on the same formation. So at the back three, would you? You'd, you'd, Hawes will be in. I think Hors. bring in Hawes. I think they'll probably keep Cody. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing they'll probably still play Bennett. Yeah, I would think Bennett. Well, would I still think play. Bart would have played. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Suspended, yeah. But and then you're looking at Vinagra. Yeah. Yeah. Will be on side. Doherty's side. That's interesting. Probably still Doherty because we've yeah. got no one yeah. else. I was going to say, otherwise, I think they'd have played Bart at centre back and Bennett wing yes. back, mm. even if that. What was the name of that random. I'm going to say. The, the, the Norwegian kid who yeah. played against Bristol Oscar. Rovers. Yeah. Oscar. Yeah. And like you've just not heard of him. Yeah. It didn't go well for him, did it really? Yeah. <laughs> I think Green is the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought he did all right. I'm being genuine. We know. We know, David. We saw the tweet. We saw how well it went down. Price will play, obviously. Yeah, Price will play. will play, obviously. And that front three? Costa will play. I think it will be Bright. Bright will play. Maybe Mir, if he's. Signed in time. Oh, 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 two days to go. Get him in. Get yeah. him playing. A bit like Bonatini. I was going to say Gibbs White, yeah. but that's give him. Give him like don't announce him. Give him like a proper WWE yeah. re- re- entrance. Yeah. Where you know you have the flames and, and introducing. Yeah. 
seat. His own entrance music yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, Morgan Gibbs White, maybe. Yeah. Start for Yeah. If Mary isn't signed in time. Gotta if say, not, he can do a half time. Like, yeah. Hold uh, the shirt. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Hold the shirt or scarf. Or scarf. Yeah. Just back to uh, Brentford tonight. I thought um, Bright did well when he came on as well. Yeah. A lot of yeah. skills yes. in his lockers per Lots. usual. He was actually. Yeah. He did well against Bristol as well. He did. He, like, he, he was more considered in what he was doing. Yeah, he wasn't like, just he was the ball. doing the right things at the right times, mm-hmm. which is what he's kind of usually getting criticised for. Mm-hmm. And you well. never know if we do pull off a, a good uh, win, it could be near the top of the older uh, match of the day FA Cup ring order. You never know. I'm trying to think about us playing. But There's no real um, massive. No. Um, there's no massive no massive gap games you know what I mean like no, a Premier yeah. League versus mm. a League 2 for example no. there's no, there's there's no, no Arsenal no. Chase Town no oh, which is a shame that's a great game anyway so let's do predictions then for FA Cup third round weekend oh I'm loving it I'm loving it mm-hmm. uh, Wolves versus Swansea City rich family ties 2-0 no. 2-0 Wolves it's fine it's, <laughs> it's Wolves <laughs> Tuna Wolves, Andy. Going uh, I'm going three one Wolves. Three one Wolves. Mm. We're confident, right? Adam, he's pondering. <laughs> he's he's stroking the beard. <laughs> thinking how many? I'm just thinking if Swansea uh, will get a goal or not. I'm going to say Norris. N- no, because he's Norris. Noz yeah. in goal. Oh, yeah. Noz yeah. in goal. And look at yeah. that. He'll, he'll see the season out with clean sheets. That would be around. amazing, wouldn't it? Like if we can't get to a fifth round and it goes into a replay and we do exactly the same thing that would be amazing mm. he's like gone eight games so I wanted to put him in the Wikipedia entry ended the season with zero, zero. goals conceded yeah. one of them was against Man City yeah 2-0 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 2-0 two two to Wolves um, I do think um, Swansea will score I'm going to say 2-1 to Wolves Ooh. I think they'll rock us at the start Ooh. and then we'll pull it back and Bright will finally get the goal do you reckon this is the game that Renato San- the real Renato Sanchez yeah. turns up and yeah. suddenly finds his, sk- his skills at the locker? Uh, right, uh, let's do the final bit of the podcast then. It's Twitter Corner. It's your Wolves or non-Wolves. Related questions answered on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter and you feel, you know what, I want to submit a question to this corner, you can do. Uh, just email us, podcast at wolvesfancast.com. Yeah, Facebook, just send us a message there. Instagram, why not? Just, you know. We love Carrier, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Fancast HQ is eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we have um, any emails? Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't really get emails no we like emails Twitter's fine Twitter's fine podcast at wallsfancast.com yeah. just send us your stories we like reading them out. Yeah. anyway first question from Phil or the at the Sargi uh, do you think we will decide to expand the stadium if we win promotion I think maybe in a couple of years not right away. Just a bit yeah. dreadful at the moment I think probably. once we're sort of consolidated then we'll look to I think you've got to be go. literally Filling every single seat in this stadium before yeah. you think about yeah. the other one. Consistent yeah. 30k, and we're still really? not doing that. Yeah, even with this wonderful magical we had a, new oh, team. It was a 28 and a half last night. 28 and a half. Yeah, yeah. it's not that bad though. It's on a Tuesday night. I know it's after just yeah. after Christmas. Yeah, you get 28 and a half in October. That's yeah. when you know really. I think if we carry if we carry on basically and we, we still we sell out the rest of the uh, the year then it can be discussed. Yes, mm. <laughs> we can have those discussions. We, yeah. <laughs> uh, Twice in six months. <laughs> yeah. uh, Graham Cope, who could Wolves live without easier, Fosen or Nuno? Ooh. Who could they live without I'm easier? I'm going to say Fosen. I'm going to say Nuno. I'm going to say Nuno as well. Yeah, I'm going to say Nuno as well. I think we've got Mendes. Yeah, you'll just get someone else. Yeah, but I, yeah. Think of the money. <laughs> but 
I'm thinking what Nuno's done with the players he's got at his disposal. He's clearly a very good coach in terms of how he improves players more than anything else. And you could probably stick it, you know, even if we had someone with Morgan's wealth, for example, at the club. And, you know, so we're still getting players in of... That'd be interesting then, see what Nuno could do with... With Savile, Wallace, Mason, Bodvarsson, mm. all the ones we had last year. I It'd be interesting to see a team of yeah. Nuno managing that. But team. I get, I, I think he'd have got something out of them. Just, just literally came to mind when you were just talking about people like Savile and that. That um, obviously this Foden era started with a four 0 home defeat to Swansea. Yeah. Free season. Yeah. Has it come full circle? No, it hasn't come full circle. Not yet. Um, <laughs> next question, Chris Douthwaite. Um, what's the difference between jam and marmalade? Uh, I'd add answer to this. Are we allowed to say it? If it, I didn't realise it was an innuendo question. Oh yeah, I, I know. I know the. I know the actual answer to this question. Congratulations. Well, I'm pretty sure that I can't okay. say it. Cool. <laughs> okay, uh, Robbie Tinsley. <laughs> you have to tell us off air because I'm yeah. intrigued. Oh, okay, of course. Just down the mics a second. <laughs> no. uh, Robbie Tinsley. In light of Bennett's winner, who scored the goal that remembered? Remember celebrating the hardest. Ooh. So who have you seen really go at it that you can remember when scoring? What the player or us? Uh, who scored the goal that remember celebrating the hardest? I'm presuming uh, Robbie, apologise. I'm presuming you mean the player. Well, Stuart Pearce is the one that springs to mind for that penalty against oh, Spain. Spain. Yes. Oh, back in '96. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, definitely. That was terrifying. Uh, oh, I, I, I know, I know one. Uh, Tamiru Ketsbaya. Yes. Oh, when he started yes. to declothe himself in front of <laughs> James Park and just relentlessly booted the shit out of the advertising boards <laughs> just because he was a bit of a mentalist that day. Uh, anyone else? I mean, shoot piece for me is the, yeah. the big one. And I, I know it wasn't really a full on, but Gazza's against Scotland in '96. Um, yeah, just loved it. Tardelli in the '82 World Cup when he almost oh. cried after scoring. Was it Tardelli? It's a good choice. And you remember watching that in person, Rich? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when um, that. Oh yeah, that was question. Yeah, just name moments from history. The keeper who equalised in the Italian. Third division was yes. it? Yes. Three weeks ago. Yes. That, that was gave pretty yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Smith, favourite goal scored by us this season so far? Ooh. Neves against Hull. I was going to say Neves. Glorious. I was going to say Neves versus uh, Sheffield Wednesday. And is Adam going to? <laughs> <laughs> is Adam going to up the Neves goal? The best goal we've scored this season so far, obviously. So far, unless you can tell me the one in the future. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a Barry Douglas free kick against Villa away, which wins <laughs> us the league. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Neves against Hull is a good one because everyone loves. Uh, we don't score many though, no. like 30 to 25, mm. however many yards it was, because we just don't seem to do that very often. So that's always enjoyable mm. when that happens. So just for the moment, I promise you, so, I, I, I completely agree with Hull and Neves. But for the moment, Bonatini's against Villa. Oh yes, that's a good one. Just that, that, that moment, and it was actually a technically good goal yeah. as well the angle but yeah. that's one for uh, FL Power Rankings someone hasn't switched over their um, bio, oh. you know Twitter accounts here um, do you subscribe to the sandwich ideology of tomato sauce for hot meat brown sauce for cold meat oh. so do you just, uh, subscribe to the sandwich ideology of tomato sauce for hot meat brown sauce for cold meat no. I've never mm. tried that before I, 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 I can't just stick to red out of those two Anyway, I don't, I don't brown. care for red sauce. I'm really? Brown no, sauce. brown sauce all the mm. way for me. You yeah. put brown sauce on your corned beef. No. Yeah. And you do it on your <laughs> bacon sandwich as well. Bacon sandwich, yeah. yeah. You would put on your bacon no, sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Uh, f- what I do is, I, uh, you know, I, um, <laughs> I put red sauce on my bulty pie. 
That's a bit weird, isn't it? Get out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. And, because or, uh, and would you, as in, literally on top, or would you like get into the? the, the I don't stab you first. No, just in a circle on top. And then I mean, I we had a fist. Face, and I, go face, at it. Yeah. I mean, we've had I don't a fist debate. Yeah, just do. I don't know why. Say, we've had a fist debate recently in uh, Fancast HQ about condiments on Sunday roasts. <coughs> oh, but I think yeah. we all kind of. But we speak of ketchup. I think it's abhorrent to put ketchup on a pizza. Like, yeah, that shouldn't happen. Yeah. You know who you yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, but the only reason why I do that is because, and this is a, a drawback of us having more fans now, I assume, but I cannot now, for the love of my money, get a Mr. Teaker because the queue, as you said, is frigging massive. I, I got there so, at 7 o'clock last night and I still have to wait 30 minutes. It's my it's my, <laughs> my thing. It's my thing, Dave. It's my th- I love a Mr. Teaker before I go into the game. Can there'll I get be, one now? There'll be a separate Adam queue. Next time, next rescue. Just have it ready for me waiting <laughs> there. I was and hoping to see you in the queue, so I wouldn't have to wait. To be honest, <laughs> well, I got, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got there, and I was like, right, I'm definitely, I'm leaving a little bit early, so I can get a ticket, get there, pass the sweet van or whatever the scarf stall, whatever reason. Yeah. Like, you know oh, what you need so. to start doing? Leaving the game early so you can get to his ticket. That's what the North Bank must be doing. Andrew Higginbottom, uh, both of them related to the other, the Stoke former Stoke player. What was his name? What, Danny, 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 Danny Higginbottom, that's it. I don't know if they're related, probably not. Are we happy that Doherty is joined in the flicks and tricks of pure filth, or should this be this domain be reserved for Neves and Jota? No, all, all flicks and tricks yeah, and filth yeah. are welcome. The more the better. Yeah. 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 Should be like a game. Who's going to one-up each other yeah. each week? Who's going to out-filth the other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens behind doors? Stays behind doors. Andy Smith, which Wolves players stand a chance of featuring in the World Cup for their country? You would think Sace for Morocco. Yeah. Neves has got an outside shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the obvious one. Connor Cody. Get him on the plane, Connor Cody. <laughs> get him <laughs> on the plane. On the I, plane. Think, I don't know if I've deleted it now, but for about three weeks, I've had a draft tweet on the Fancast Twitter account being like, I've been tipping, I've been about to tip Connor Cody <laughs> for weeks. Get him on the plane. Yeah. Uh, John Cadden, who always tweets us some fantastic food related questions, is back oh. in 2018. Yes, Cadden. Uh, When will you? When will you? Have you had your first cream egg of 2018? Or has it happened already? It hasn't happened already. No, they are. They are are starting to sell them in shops. Now you've got me thinking. Yeah, cream egg. I need to have a cream egg. I presume we don't count the cream egg wills you get in heroes boxes. No, 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 it's got to be a proper egg. It's got to be. Yeah. I'm going to describe (laughs) an egg. It's oh, small, it's egg-shaped. It's round, round but not quite yeah. round. Yeah. <laughs> you should, we should make up the game uh, Cream Eggageddon, yeah. where basically you um, <laughs> try and see how long you can go up till Easter Day without eating a cream egg and who falls first. There was a, there was a game over Christmas called uh, Wamageddon, where basically you had to see how long you go without him in last Christmas by Wham. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, doing okay, a, yeah, um, you have your games. They're doing <laughs> a um, white chocolate cream egg now. Whoa. It's like oh, they're, they're, they're like they're doing like two thousand and like hiding them. It's like you win like two grand or something if you find it. That's a game changer, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cadbury's tried to copy with the caramel egg. Yeah, oh, that's not the same. No. Is it? Do you remember when Cadbury did Squeg? The square. It was you know for I've a I've never heard of this no. before. In my life. It was basically a square. It was their kind of thing for Easter one year. A Squeg. Yeah, I had one. It was all right. <laughs> you can only buy um, one cream egg at a time in France because one egg is enough. No. no, someone will get that. Yeah, I, I knew that was going to be a pun, but I was yeah. thinking, where's this going? <laughs> um, I should know this. Enough, enough 
is French for egg, so one egg is enough. Yeah, we're, not that, I, we're not that uh, culture. Yeah, I was going to say. We're not well, that culture. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, final question then is from William Lloyd. Uh, where does Ronaldo fit into the formation next season? <laughs> that is difficult. Um, I mean, I could see a sort of complete changing formation just so we can kind of get a bit of rotation. Um, you know, if we go sort of three behind a front man, then maybe he can come in. But I, he, I, I think he would want to be the peak of the front front three. Yeah. City's name. I think I don't see his hold up play. Yeah, he'll be he'll be on the bench Fini's because he'll become clearly in a player coach role. Yes. Yeah. So he won't play every game. Sorry, Cristiano. I think Ronaldo clearly going to PSG next season. Yeah. Yeah. They can give him all the ducats in the world, can't they? So, yeah, I think so. You can have all the oofs he wants, can't he? <laughs> <laughs> in Paris. Um, and that is where we'll leave everybody. The first podcast of 2018. I've enjoyed it, everybody. I think it's been quite good. good. It's, it's been a productive, light-hearted evening. Just what you need. <laughs> yeah. Just what you need. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill & Smith Limited and Opera Creative. Uh, and you can follow us all week on social for your lols and trolls, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Instagram, just searching Wolves Fancast and you'll find us there. And you can email us, as we said, podcast at wallsfancast.com. If you go to wallsfancast.com and click on shop, I want to get some Fancast merch yeah. for the new year. Yeah, so yeah, and Adam got a little Fancast mug. The, the Fancast elves, I'm assuming it was one of you two, delivered it on Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little mug. So. Well, good word, Santa. We said, yeah. you know, give him one. Go on. Is it a work mug or a home mug? It's a home mug. I'm yeah. sleeping my whiskey teas out of oh. Fancast mug. Very good. But why don't you go along and uh, some nice teas and little bits and bobs you can buy there for your Fancast needs. Uh, and we'll be back next week to look back at that game against Swansea in the FA Cup, hopefully into the fourth round. Hopefully, Man City. Hopefully Spurs away, Wembley. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Mm, true, no, we, yeah. we want the Albion because we're not going to get him next season to right the wrong of the last five. What? I know. I actually so we want need to, to do it up. now, don't we? Could you so. imagine if we listen to this uh, in like a couple of months' time? If we've gone really downhill, we go. Oh, well, we're really cocky. <laughs> 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 oh. Anyway, thank you very much for listening for this week. It's bye from Andy. See ya. Bye from Rich. Au revoir. Bye from. <laughs> <laughs> bye. And it's bye from me. See you next time.